teaspoon of salt. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Chef Pat Pascarella of the Pork Catter Group, and you're listening to Salt Your Pasta Water Podcast, where we talk about food, business, whatever the hell I want to talk about. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Remember, always salt your pasta water. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, it's a little different than what we're normally used to. Um, today is me kind of just giving a little bit of advice to our uh, young cooks or young entrepreneurs um, that are getting started in the industry, um, whether it's a line cook or um, you know someone trying to start a uh, teacher company or something like that. Um, I just have a couple things I just want to share with you guys because I just feel like uh, I wish somebody told me this, you know? Um, so, you know, a lot of this has to do more with the cooking industry, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, listen, don't, it's up to you guys. Um, first things first guys, uh, when you're starting in this industry, learn the basics first, right? I mean, I feel like it's so important that you learn how to hold a knife correctly, use a saute pan correctly. Um, you know, just, you know, we chef, no chef, yes chef. Let's let's really learn the basics first. The sous vide and the tweezers, you know, and 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 the gels and the fucking foams. That comes later, right? I mean, if it wasn't for, you know, my first, um, you know, five to ten years working for chefs that, you know, all they cared about was developing flavors and, um, you know, the basics of cooking, then I don't think I would be the chef or business owner that I am today. I feel like, you know, I owe a lot to those, um, chefs, like my first chef that I've worked for, Corey Falcone. And he, you know, taught me how to use a knife correctly, how to make a dressing without breaking, you know, that shit's super important. Like anybody can throw xanthan gum and soy lecithin in something and make it work. But at the end of the day, like really find out why, you know, a, um, a Caesar dressing is held together with eggs while emulsifying with olive oil you know, all that stuff is really, really important. And I feel as if we're forgetting about that because it's just so cool to make foams and it's so cool to make spheres and all that stuff. And that's great. But a true cook, a real cook is learning how to do the basics and learn the basics first. It's super, super important. There's so many times where I'll look at a resume and the resume says this, this, and that. And can do spheres and can do, you know, foams. And I've worked with molecular gash army. I'm like, that's great. But you know, can, can you make a bourbon without breaking it? Can you hold a knife correctly? Can you brunoise something correctly? You know, it's just a lot of, um, frustration coming from chefs and owners because, you know, we want to be able to teach you something. I tell my line cooks, I walk in the door is their resume and we'll get to that next, but their resume really doesn't matter to me, whatever they've learned before me, they need to throw in a garbage and then learn what I have to show them and then develop their own techniques. That's super important. Um, the next thing is your resume, right? I, um, I'm going to be honest. I don't give a fuck about your resume. Um, your resume means nothing to me. Um, I don't care that you fucking, you know, picked herbs at Noma for two months and that, you know, you fucking scrubbed the floors at LaBernadine. Um, I want to know that, you know, you can cook pasta without overcooking it, that you can cook a medium rare steak without fucking blinking an eye. That's more important to me. I really don't give a shit, you know, that you've worked for half of these, you know, big name chefs. At the end of the day, I've worked with so many cooks that have worked for these big name chefs and then couldn't hack it in our kitchens. Um, 
So keep that in mind, you know, stop worrying so much about who it is that you're working for and focus more on do you really know how to cook something correctly? Can you cook a piece of fish correctly? Can you cook pasta correctly? Can you perfectly season something? That's more important than anything else. Um, so, you know, again, to me, your resumes don't really matter. Um, young cooks, guys, talk to me about culinary school. Um, I just made a post today on LinkedIn. Um, you know, I think personally, in my opinion, culinary school is a fucking waste. Um, but for other people, you know, maybe it is something I just look at it as why would you spend $150,000 to $200,000 of your own money to then go and work for minimum wage and make no money? Um, I 100% believe that you should go work for a chef that's willing to teach you and that's willing to take a chance on a young cook, learn from him while getting paid and then not put yourself in a hole. Um, it's, it's, it's very, very hard and it takes a lot of pasta and a lot of meat and fish to pay back $150,000 worth of, uh, of, uh, tuition. And to be honest, I mean, you don't really get much out of it anymore. You know, now it's more of a status thing. And I'll tell you the God's honest truth. When I see CIA come across my, my resumes, I normally throw it in the garbage because I feel like they're pretentious and, uh, they say, Oh, look CIA, and this is going to get them in the door. Um, it normally doesn't, and it doesn't in our kitchens. Um, remember, Restaurants were, in the beginning, restaurants were full of misfits and rejects and people that didn't belong anywhere else and they found a place in the kitchen. And those people have become some of the best line cooks I've ever worked with in my life. Um, and I'm proud to say that I was, you know, I was never, <clears throat> you know, in, into drugs or anything like that. But, um, you know, I did find a home in the kitchen. I did feel like I didn't fit anywhere else and I fit here. So, super important to me. Um, one of the biggest things for a young cook right now, guys, is stop focusing on the dollar and focus on what you're learning. That's the most important thing I can give you right now. There's so many cooks that have been that could have been fantastic that were so worried about chasing twenty to thirty dollars an hour while still living at home with their mom and dad, <clears throat> not paying for their own cell phone bill or anything like that. That I feel like would have been a lot farther in their career if they stopped chasing the dollar and started chasing learning. And really, really knowing what it is that they're doing. Um, super important. Uh, and I think that it's just something that, you know, just always becomes that thing right now that everyone's talking about, a living wage and all that stuff. Yes, 100%. But you can live off of $15 an hour living with your mom, literally doing nothing but working for the first five years of your career and really getting it down and then start focusing on stuff like that. I think that's super important. Um, and one of the <clears throat> things that was told to me in a long time ago, and uh, I agree with wholeheartedly, <clears throat> and I wish I did it a little differently, was I think you should spend less money on tattoos. And if you look at me, you're like, oh, it's easy for you to say you're tatted all up um, and travel a little more. I wish I did that. I wish I saved my money a little bit more <clears throat> and stopped being so focused on getting a tattoo of a knife or a pig on my arm and um, maybe instead went to Italy a little bit more or <clears throat> went to Peru. It's somewhere I really want to go is Peru, um, you know, and really, really focus on traveling and experiencing it all, like knowing why, you know, the pasta from Gragnano in Italy is the best pasta in the world, knowing why or knowing the correct way to make a cacio pepe. Um, I feel like if you can go overseas a little bit more and really see where it came from, like really eating a tomato from San Marzano or eating mozzarella from 
Campania from Buffalo mozzarella from water buffalo. It's it's there's nothing else better than it. Um, and I feel like you know we 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 look at it as I'd rather get tatted up instead of doing that. Don't dry. We can talk more about the rest of that after. But you know, stop focusing on um, the stuff that don't really matter right now. You know, um, one of my biggest things, guys, is a lot of young cooks get to a point where they do. Um, you know, get some success. I mean, it happened to me, big headed fucking ego. And it took a long time for me to, you know, get myself into check. Um, but be humble. You know, it takes a really, it takes a bigger person to, um, be humble and take the high road than it does to be a jerk 99% of the time. Um, you know, I've, I think I've grown exponentially as a chef slash owner. Uh, once I took more time being kind and humble and, and really focused on, my staff instead of being so focused on the guest, you know, I mean, the guests are right, but they're not always right. Um, you know, you spend a little more time being there for your team and they will be there for you. I think that's super important, but also just, you know, once you do get a little bit of that success, be humble, right? Cause as fast as it came, it can go away. Um, one of the biggest things for me is, uh, you know, staff, sometimes they come up to me and they're like, Hey, I've been here the longest. How come so-and-so, um, is farther ahead than I am. And my answer to everyone is work ethic and attitude is everything. Um, that's the most important thing to me. I have run, I live by this credo, get rid of the assholes. So, um, you know, there's always the one asshole that works for your company and you need to cut the head off. Right. And you got to get rid of them. Um, and it's sad because, you know, maybe it's something that I've, I've done that, you know, didn't work out for them, or maybe, you know, they heard something that they were going to be next in line for sous chef and didn't get it. And that's why they became that, um, you know, really communicating with your team is really, really important. Um, but work ethic and attitude, in my opinion, is one of the best things and one of the best attributes as a line cook. Um, and really just, you know, really focus on being a team player you know, always yes, chef, no chef. I don't know, chef asking if there's anything else that could be done. That's what's going to get you a raise and not by continuously asking me for one. Um, there's so much more, but I wanted to keep this to a quick uh, podcast today. Um, cause there's just stuff that were on my mind. And I just feel like lately you've just been getting a lot of, um, questions about this, which I don't mind. I mean, I, anybody that knows me knows I'm an open book and you know, you could ask me anything you want. I'm here for it. I want to, you know, help. Um, but my last thing, Patience, guys. I mean, I say it a hundred thousand times. <clears throat> um, be patient. You know, I mean, I'm still being patient. You know, I, 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 you know, it's one of my own struggles, but I don't think I'm successful. And I don't think that I'll ever feel like I've accomplished everything I want to accomplish because there is so much I want to accomplish. And that's, you know, my own, my own demons that I have to live with every single day. Um, but patience, guys, like, I, I, there's a saying that you'd rather cry in your Ferrari than smile in your Toyota. I mean, I think it's the opposite, right? I'd rather be smiling in my Toyota than crying in my Ferrari. Um, you know, those things come later. If you do everything right, you take care of the people that take care of you. You really be focused on making sure that the restaurants are doing what they're supposed to be doing. You making sure your business is doing what it's supposed to be doing. Patience literally is a virtue. Take your time. It's going to come take care of other people. It will take care of you really big on karma. It's really, really important to me. Um, but really, really honestly, truly be patient. You know, it's, it was one of my biggest things that I battled for a very long time. I wanted everything and I wanted it now. Be, but what you understand is the more patient you become later on, things just come to you and they come fast. Um, you know, I mean, we're on you know, for forever from Connecticut to Atlanta, opened restaurants, everything like that. Always wanted to do more. Always wanted to have more, and just never got there. 
Um, but now, you know, I had White Bull. I opened White Bull in 2018, 2020. Grana opened in 2022. We opened Bastoni and Alici. And we have four more restaurants coming in the next two years. A couple that we've already announced. A couple we haven't talked about yet. Um, but, you know, now it's going to be fast. I mean, now it's really going to come. You know, it's and that's only because I was patient. Um, you know, and I wasn't for a long time. And now it's really been instilled in me. Um, another thing, and I know I said I was going to keep it quick and stuff like that. But uh, one of the biggest, biggest things, one of the best lines anyone's ever told me is be a sponge. Right. Really, really sit there and absorb everything and anything someone wants to say or teach you. Now, you have to be smart enough to distinguish what's bullshit and what's not. But be a sponge. Right. Really listen to what people are trying to teach you. If I take time out of my day to have a conversation with you and talk to you about saving money or talk to you about, you know, why we make pasta this way, why the little addition of extra virgin olive oil made it more pliable to be able to make ravioli without it cracking, like really having those conversations. That's what you really need to sit there and have a notebook on you all the time. When your executive chef of your restaurant is coming up to you or the owner or the CEO or anything's coming up to you and they take the time to have a conversation, bust out a notebook and really take notes. It's super important. Now, if you use it or not, it's up to you, but just do do that. Really pay attention to what it is that they're trying to tell you because it is important um, and, and they want to take time out of their day to show you. Um, the last thing, and again, I said it was the last thing before, um, but... Family is everything, guys, right? So married, you have kids, you know, as you get older, everything like that, really take care of those people, right? Those people are going to be there with you and for you the entire time. You know, everything I do these days, I do for my kids and my wife. And that's the most important thing in my life right now, right? And 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 the business comes second. Um, you know, it, a lot of other people say the businesses come first, but, you know, it took me a really long time to get to this point, to the point where, you know, I can be home at seven o'clock during the week and I can really be there for my kids and be at every single game. I mean, you can ask anyone when White Bull opened, you know, it was it was, you know, 18 months and I literally missed 18 months of my son's life. And, um, you know, I, I it's not that I regret it by any means um, because, you know, try not to live with regrets. But it's one of the things that, you know, you learn and you live and, and you learn from there and you keep going. Um, but just wanted to, you know get a couple things out there and just hopefully this could help somebody that's literally thinking about getting into business or somebody that just needs that little extra boost, um, to keep going forward. Um, but yeah, guys, thank you so much for tuning in and we'll check you next time. You're listening to salt your pasta water podcast.